This episode of the podcast is brought to you by taking crap in the woods, only to look down and see it has formed a map to the fabled treasure of the tomb of Genghis Khan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that went to a massage parlor and got the wrong happy ending. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we're here to talk about happy endings to films. What a glorious time in the midst of December. Keep it rolling with just some good times had. Let the good times roll. Da, da. <laughs> hopefully, we, hopefully we don't get copyright for that. Uh, Anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, so I usually... It's weird, like, usually happy endings aren't, like, my thing, like, no, in films. I, I notorious like movies that make me feel bad, so. Yeah, exactly. It's really like, hard I, for me to fucking, you're like, yeah, let's do movies that make us feel good, <laughs> and, mo- and endings that are happy, and I'm like, oh, man. So did go. you have a hard time with this, too? Um, I, I had a somewhat difficult time. I think I chose kind of unconventional happy endings mm-hmm. that are, that like, I have, so I only have four. I, okay. I couldn't I couldn't get five. I just okay. couldn't think of a fifth one that I really, really loved. Mm-hmm. Um. I have two that are kind of more on like the traditional, and then I have two that are untraditional happy endings. Okay, so that's my that's my take. So I guess I'll start it out because I actually kind of got the five out. Yeah, it was a little hard, but I got the five out. Yeah. Um, first one, I do have un- two unconventional or conventional ones too. Uh, first one is to me Andrew Solo in Whiplash. Um, the amount of pain that that poor I man. I wouldn't say that that's a happy ending. Ah! He 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 finally got like the tempo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he finally he f- like to me. No, he finally becomes like the greatest drummer ever. Well, yes. he becomes like the protege. Listen, the the criteria for me is did it make me smile at the end of it? Yeah. So this made me smile at the fact that like you know all of the bullshit that he went through, all of the pain, all of the torture, all the psychological events that happened with Was him. Was it worth it? Yes. Was it worth it? And in that moment he made it worth it because he actually didn't one he did an incredible drum solo and two like he actually got the admiration and praise that he was looking for but at what cost zach well he's got at nothing what le- cost? he's got nothing left but we don't like that's the ending of the film we just have to assume that he's fine <laughs> <laughs> he's not washed up right after this and just like living off of like his money from that one performance that's true um what a good movie yes very excited to see what Damien Chazelle like, does in is, Babylon. Yeah, very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my my first conventional happy ending is a movie that is near and dear to my heart. We've done it. We've done it on the podcast. It comes up every once in a while, but that is 2014's Chef. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. That actually is one of mine. So, uh, booyah! I guess I only have four now. <laughs> Love Chef. Yeah. Um, it's a really great, great feel-good movie it, it's very lighthearted, mm-hmm. uh and the ending is perfect i mean you have a character who has been struggling to with the, with this uh, food critic the entire movie this guy they're kind of battling back and forth um you have a guy who no longer wants to work in this restaurant because he feels like he cannot he can't be creative and mm-hmm. he can't like do the type of food that he wants to do and he's got to serve the meals that the owner of the restaurant is telling him to do. And he's like, I want to try different and new things. So he says, fuck it. I'm going to leave and start my own food truck. Yeah. And there's like the trials and tribulations of starting your own food truck. Um, and then by the end of it, he does end up getting his own brick and mortar store mm-hmm. that also ha- he still got the food truck. And he, and he was able to open up a small little traditional kind of like Spanish um, 
restaurant, and on top of that, him and his wife are back together. And then the food critic that uh, has been like giving him shit this entire movie, they end up rekindling, and he's like, "I want to become an investor in in what you're Mm -hmm. doing." It's kind of like a perfect ending. Yeah, it is like just so like heartwarming to see that like you know through all of this like he and he ended up not only getting a restaurant back being like the head owner and chef of it and actually getting to make like what he wants to make yeah like not just following like this bullshit kind of recipe that like is given to him every single night because he's just a chef at a restaurant yeah it's a it's a great it's a great movie it's a good feel-good movie it doesn't it's like it's a great just like turn off your brain don't take it too seriously and just feel good about it i know that's why like i i was going back and forth and i was like you know what i really like that ending of the movie it is it's perfect Mm -hmm. uh I will say that I, I think one of the main reasons why I had such a difficult time uh, with this is because we did feel good movies. Yeah. So it's like nine times out of ten feel you know feel good films have also have like a feel, feel good, good happy ending. ending. <laughs> so it's just like okay, like I can't just repeat the same movies that I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I didn't. Which no, no I didn't either. Yeah. I, I I tried to pick other films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go again? Since like we both had that one. No. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Next convention unconventional <laughs> ending. Um, something about it. This movie is very dark, but also very, very happy. It's a very odd film. Um, but Jojo Rabbit, the ending to it, when Jojo and Elsa are just dancing outside. Yeah. Um, there's I just, just, I honestly just did not love Jojo I Rabbit. I know, and I don't understand, because, like, it's... Everybody loves it, and it, I, it seems didn't quite like, hit for me. It seems like a you movie. I know. Like, like, the fact of, like, Taika Waititi early on, very Wes Anderson style... Like, this whole unconventional thing of making Hitler funny out of context that sounds weird. Um, And then, like, the comedy lands in the whole film. Like, the whole thing of, you know, what it was like during that time really hit home. Like, there's such sad points in the film. Like, my God, the shoes? Don't get me started about when when JoJo's walking around town and sees the shoes. (laughs) It's horrible. But then it all leads up to, like, the very, very ending when it's, like, when Jojo and Elsa finally, like, come together and realize that, like, you know, they they are just two people. They're, they're just two people that have learned to, like, really care for each other and, like, become a family in themselves when there's nobody else around. And going outside and seeing that the war is finally over and then just dancing because... They, they realize that, like, they have their future ahead of them at this point. Yeah. Like, they can do whatever they want and go wherever they want, and, like, things are going to be okay from now on. Yeah. So that really got me. <laughs> I like that ending. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, okay, so my my really, like, traditional happy ending uh, is, and this is a movie that, it, it, like, it does not, it, it's so out of the realm of what I normally like. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, I really enjoy 1989's When Harry Met Sally, and it's a very traditional movie rom com mm-hmm. of are they you know they are they going to be together? They're not going to be together. Are they? They might be together. They're not going to be together. <laughs> oh, they might be together. They're not going to be together. And it's just that constant up and down of like them sort of falling in love with one another and then not really and then pushing away and then them yearning for one another. Um, and of course, at the end, they end up together because it's a fucking romance movie and they have to because mm-hmm. y- 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 you need to feel good by the end of this movie. Um, but I love 
I love the film. It's got the iconic I'll have what she's having scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got, you know, Billy Crystal is, I think the reason why the movie works so well for me is Billy Crystal. Like, it's got um, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. And Meg Ryan is kind of this, a traditional, like, oh, she's just a girl and she's, you know, uh, she's trying to find love. That's kind of like her her whole shtick. Mm-hmm. But Billy Crystal in this movie is so smart and witty. And, like, he really carries the movie, I think. And if it wasn't for him, the movie probably wouldn't work. But um, the reason why I really love the ending is because during the film, they have these really kind of sweet moments of, I don't know if they're scripted or if they're unscripted mm-hmm. where they will sit down with like a couple who has been married for like 50, 60 plus years, like really old, this really old couples. And they talk about how they met and they talk about their love for one another and whatever. And then like that kind of is what breaks up the, the like the different seasons of the film. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, of course, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan are sitting on the same couch as all the other couples and they're talking about how they met. But you just saw how they met throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie. Um, it's a really sweet ending that uh, and it's a classic rom-com that, you know, I think does kind of stand above the traditional rom-coms. And I think if you haven't seen it, you should. And mm-hmm. it's a really cool, sweet ending. OK, I'm not big on rom-coms. No, neither am I. But like every now and again, I'm starting to learn like every now and again, there's like one that like really catches your eye. Oh, yeah. Uh, my next one, more traditional style, um, and it's weird because, like, we kind of talked about, like, how a lot of the film wasn't as, like, happy-go-lucky as we thought it was going to be, but, like, by the ending, it still has, like, that message where it's, like, you just smile at the end, um, and that was the ending to The Breakfast Club. Listen, like, we did it, there, there's a lot that goes on in that film when it comes to points in time where like all of the kids like start to kind of like be cool with each other and they have their moments of like really kind of like understanding one another and then other times where it's like they really really fucking hate each other yeah um but by the end when you get like you know allison and um what was it brian i think i don't remember I, Who whatever cares? <laughs> whatever when you get the jock and like the the goth girl that like start dating and then like you know you have Claire who ended up starting to like really be into John Bender um and then the other like dorky kid that like just realized that like you know even if this was just for like this Saturday like they still had something to like come away with in it and then of course like the always like the part that people always remember like when Bender is just like walking through like the football field and like raises his arm as the music hits it's just got this like feel-good moment of like well, all these different kids just really kind of came together in all one time. All these different backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, against all odds. Yeah. <laughs> they were able to overcome one Saturday <laughs> and find out the true meaning of what it means to be a teenager. It really is a silly movie. It is. <laughs> like, it, it almost shouldn't work. It really, it ba- I think it barely works. Like, <laughs> like it really, I think, A, holds, it has a lot of nostalgia that, that mm-hmm. works so well. Um, and has like some really iconic, really famous scenes, but like that movie plot is being held together by fucking gum and, and <laughs> gum and glue. Like it's just barely Elmer's there. glue. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so my unconventional pick, mm-hmm. my first one, is 1997's Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Technically a happy ending, technically, and a really good happy ending where everybody has. 
every all the, the shit has officially hit the fan. You have um, Dirk Diggler, who is Eddie, uh, has you know been to the bottom, and he ends up crawling back, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes back home to Jack and Amber, and you have a really beautiful ending where Jack is running around the house, and the camera's just following them, and everybody's happy. He's at they're having like a little pool party. They're about to film another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber's doing her makeup and he's checking on her. He's kissing her on the head. It's a really bright, sunny day. And then you get that kind of really great ending of uh, Eddie or Dirk sitting in the mirror, talking to himself, telling him that he's like the fucking man, which is really, I don't know, something that like kind of clicked when we did um, Raging Bull. Yeah. Was like that same kind of it's very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And then you see his penis. And you get to see his giant prosthetic penis. And No, uh, that was real. No, it's not. <laughs> and uh, it's just great. It's a really great little happy ending of him. Like, you know, finally he, he found he, he found his real family. Mm-hmm. And while it's very untraditional and it's not maybe what everybody in the world is used to, to him, it's family. They accept him for who he is. They love him and they want to see him succeed. And he can succeed in this world and he will succeed in this world with them. And, you know, he kind of finally has a mother figure and a father figure who who just support him. And, um, yeah, it's just very untraditional, but it's great. Mm-hmm. And it works. And it's, yeah. it is a happy ending. I get it. My last pick. I've been talking about it a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> Ratatouille. The ending to Ratatouille. I had to throw in, like, one. No, I can't with you. <laughs> I cannot. Yo, Ratatouille <laughs> is, like, a fucking gold in the in, in gold inside the diamond in the rough. All we do is just talk about ratatouille. <laughs> Listen, this is a little fucking rat. Even when we did stole my heart. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, even when we did like what we would want from a sequel. That when we did fucking everything everywhere all at once, ratatouille came up because they even had a reference to ratatouille. Yeah. That's not my fault. The other episode, (laughs) I think last episode, not last, but one of the previous ones, you recently mentioned Ratatouille. Yeah, I'm going to stop talking about Ratatouille. After this episode. Yes, after this episode. Um, But the ending to me is like, I kind of had to throw... It's silly. It is, but it's so easy to pick like any Disney film because like all of them have like a happy ending. Yeah. Um, But for me, it was Ratatouille. Like the, the amount of like emotions that like you get when it's like... Remy trying to like actually cook and and learn to like be a chef and the fact that like he is a rat so like he'll never actually like accomplish it and then serving that ratatouille and like having the food critic like really bring it back to his childhood and then months go by and like they actually have their own restaurant now and it's like he's doing what he loves and like He's and it's actually, a rat back yeah, there cooking rat. food. He's, like, he's just filthy, swimming. dirty rat. He's just, <laughs> just uh, swimming inside the soup. It's, it's like so the flavor's <laughs> almost ready. <laughs> One health inspector comes in. He's like, we got to shut it down. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's just a, a heartwarming ending. It is. I enjoy it. Filthy, dirty rats. Yeah. Um, the bubonic plague is become, because yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Two years later, a new bubonic plague started in <laughs> France. <laughs> Okay, my final pick mm-hmm. is a movie that I'm I you you must have seen this film probably. Um, actually, have you seen? You saw Chef and you saw Boogie Nights. You n- you never saw When Harry Met Sally, I, I assume. Um, so 1998, there was a film 
with a very, very, very famous actor playing a very, very not typical role for himself. Uh, and that is The Truman Show. Jim oh. Carrey, who plays Truman in a, in a world that is completely fabricated and being filmed and televised, and everything that he does is fully just scripted, and, you know, he is just a man who doesn't... It's kind of like Murderville, like I was talking about last episode, mm-hmm. where it's like he is the only guy without a script and everybody else is scripted. Um, and The Truman Show ends where he finally leaves the world that has been created by him mm-hmm. by by the guy named Christoph who was the basically creator of the world and they have a really kind of great talking you know kind of just a really great um speech with one another and and they they say you know like Truman is basically like it's it's all been coming to a head where it's like he needs to step away and he needs to 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 like take that leap into the unknown because it's like are you going to stay in this world that you know that you'll be safe in or are you finally going to like step out into the real world and it it might be scary and things are all going to be it's going to be very very different but you are actually living a real life mm-hmm. and you're no longer living this fake fabrication uh, fabricated life that has been made for you uh and it's a great little ending and there is kind of like a sadness to it at the same time but simultaneously it is a really really good step for truman and it is a it is a happy ending for him this was like the movie it, it came up a lot when i was like doing a little bit of research on like a happy ending films mm. um because yeah, like you do, you, you do that a lot i don't look yeah. up anything and you are you're always like doing research and i'm just well, yeah, like I, who, what am i gonna pull out of my head because <laughs> yeah because like my head sometimes is like i forget everything and then it's like we do so many movies like i can't remember everything yeah um so then i kind of like look through and see like you know what are some top ones and i'm like oh yeah i remember that now yeah um but like yeah, that was one that I was, like, looking through, and, like, I know the ending to it where it's basically, like, hey, thanks for coming, see you next time type uh, he thing. Says, he says, if I don't see you again, good evening, or good morning, good evening, and good night. Yeah. Which is, like, what he says to his neighbors. So, I, I assume you've never seen that in The Truman Show. No. Okay, so. Is this the one where Jim Carrey went crazy making it? I don't know. Probably not. Mm. I don't know, though. Did, uh, did, he, did Jim Carrey in the film fight a wrestler at some point? No. Then this isn't that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but the Truman Show is really cool. Uh, it's a really, really good film, um, and it's got a. It does have a happy ending, um, and it's just, it's cool to uh, to kind of watch an actor. You know, he's he's kind of doing traditional Jim Carrey isms, but then it's much more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like when Jim Carrey does more serious roles. Yeah. Uh, he's really good. He's actually a really good actor, and um, like yeah. the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, that's very serious. <laughs> that was a good role, though. <laughs> uh, so those are my picks. Do you have any honorable mentions or no? no? I, yeah, I, because this, this yeah. is tough. Yeah, <laughs> we like we're masochists here. We a little like, bit. We like pain. Yeah, we we like we like the dark shit. Yeah. Uh, Zach, you have a recommendation? I do. It's time for my music pick. Um, I haven't done one in a while. Um, there is a band that like I recently came across about I want to say like a month ago, um, and I pretty much love like everything they put out. Um, it's weird because it's like they're in that same realm as like kind of Half Alive and like Lime Cordial where, yes, like their music is kind of the same, but like also they're in that same kind of genre where it's like they have a lot more singles than they do albums. Okay. Um, I believe this band only has literally two albums to them right now. Yeah. Uh, but literally. Yeah. 
but, <laughs> but it is a duo of Ryan Seaman and Dolan Weakers. Um, the band, the name is amazing. The band's name is I don't know how, but they found me. Oh, okay. Um, really cool name. Um, they do like a lot of like alternative rock, like kind of like pop rock type stuff. Um, they use a lot of like new wave uh, things as well, where they're using kind of like these sci-fi like beeps and boop sounds in them. But the voice of the singer, I believe it's uh, Ryan Seaman, like his voice is just like super, super cool, like a very like alternative rock style that like I'm just getting like more and more into. Um, so I really can't wait to see like what they put out. Mm-hmm. The the one album that they do have, Razzmatazz, super cool album. Like almost all the songs I'm like really, really into. Nice. So uh, I would definitely recommend checking out that album if you want to hear what they... I don't know how, but you found me. Yes. Cool. Yeah, they're cool. All right. Frank, what what are we doing next, you might ask? That's what you're asking me right now inside your head. Right. But I, I asked you first. Right. We're not doing a movie next week. No. Um, we are going to be doing a look back on 2022 because it will be our final episode of 2022. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah, we probably could have done um, 2001, but... Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save it. <laughs> As always, we'll save it for a time where we think it's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so, that being said, we're going to talk about uh, what we wanted to look back on. Yes. So... Look forward to that. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the...